What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Nature Has Flavor podcast. My name is Danny Horgan. It's Thanksgiving week. This is a really interesting time of year for people when it comes to food. You know, it's funny. I grew up in an Irish Catholic family in the suburbs of Boston, Massachusetts. So on Christmas and Easter, we go to Mass. That's just what we do. I have an uncle who every Thanksgiving when I was a kid, he would always say to me, what I love about Thanksgiving is that all you have to do is show up and eat. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to get gifts for anybody. You just have to show up, eat, enjoy yourself, watch some football and fall asleep. And I always thought that analysis was really spot on. It was really funny. And every Thanksgiving, I think about that. Now, obviously, if you're the person who's preparing food for your friends and family, who takes on the burden of making Thanksgiving special for everyone else, you don't have that luxury. But I think for the rest of us, that description is spot on. Now, for those of us on a plant-based diet or those trying to convert to a plant-based diet, Thanksgiving can be a little bit tricky. We're talking about a day of the year that's almost synonymous with eating turkey. Plus, you've got friends and family bringing in all sorts of foods that you know aren't plant-based. It can be a tricky day. So if this is your first Thanksgiving on a plant-based diet, or even if it's your second or third, I have two pieces of advice for you guys. First and foremost, go back and listen to our podcast on dealing with skeptical friends and family on a plant-based diet. The podcast is an audio excerpt from our cookbook, Cooking Your Way to a Healthier Life. That book has all sorts of great lifestyle advice, including dealing with people in your life who are just a little bit unsure of why you're eating the way you are, or who are offended that you're not eating their cooking. That's our, our best advice for how to deal with friends and family on Thursday when it comes to not eating the turkey, not eating the mashed potatoes with butter. Second, I want you guys to go to naturehasflavor.com to check out our recipes. We have a lot of free recipes on there. They're absolutely delicious. And we've also made available the recipes from the cookbook for 99 cents a piece. Guys, those recipes are on a completely different level. You're not gonna find recipes like that on Pinterest. If you don't believe me, check one out for yourself. There are 99 cents a piece. That's not a big risk to take. I guarantee that as soon as you try one of these recipes, you're going to want the other 62 immediately because these are truly that good. So I've shared with you guys my story in the past, why I decided to switch to a plant-based diet, what I felt in the first few weeks, the first few months, and where I'm at today. But what I haven't told you yet is what happened in the six or seven months that led up to me ultimately deciding I wanted to be plant-based for the rest of my life. So two Thanksgivings ago, this is back in 2014, I did what I was used to doing, which was eating tons of food, eating myself sick to a point where I could barely enjoy the day. I thought that was what Thanksgiving was all about. And if I didn't do that, I'd be somehow shorting myself of the experience. Now, around this time, I was having some pretty serious concerns about my health. A few months earlier, in response to having low energy, I tried the paleo diet. And for the first month or so, I felt fantastic. It was like this light went on in my head. I said, this has got to be the truth. This is what I've been missing this whole time. How have I been misled by the media about carbohydrates and about sugar? Paleo is the way. But after four or five weeks, I started having these really bad blood sugar spikes. I would eat a big paleo meal 
and afterwards I'd want to fall asleep. I'd have no energy as soon as I was done eating. And this is very counterintuitive. Food is supposed to energize you. It's not supposed to make you tired. So I was a little bit concerned. And I'm 25 years old at the time. I'm supposed to be in the prime of my life, yet here I was, I was having all sorts of blood sugar issues just eating what I thought was a healthy diet. So on Thanksgiving, I threw all my concerns aside and I just ate all day. And I had turkey, I had brownies, I had cookies, I ate from the time I woke up until I went to sleep. And the next morning I woke up and obviously I felt terrible. Now, I was still in the frame of mind that you have no control over your health. Any, any diseases you get, any type of malfunctioning that goes on in your body, it's just the result of bad luck. You, you drew a bad genetic hand. So at the time, I was a little bit afraid that I was becoming diabetic. And I thought, again, this was a genetic thing that I had no real control over. So my way of finding out... I remember this so vividly. I went the day after Thanksgiving to CVS on, on Friday morning on the way to work, and I got a blood sugar tester or kit, one of those pins that you use to test your blood sugar. My blood sugar was well over 100. I don't remember the exact number, but it was alarmingly high, especially because I hadn't eaten breakfast yet. I hadn't eaten since the night before, yet my blood sugar was still extremely high, and my thought was this is absolute confirmation that I am a diabetic. What bad luck I have. My response to this health scare was to go even more extreme in the paleo direction because at this point I had been reading all these blogs that were telling me that carbohydrates were the enemy and that carbohydrates have caused all of these blood sugar issues for people for years and it's been the result of slick marketing, food companies lying to us, when the truth is that fat is the perfect fuel for the body. We don't even need carbohydrates. Fat is all we need to run on. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a completely ketogenic diet, which is a very difficult diet to follow, but I thought I had to do it. So just a quick overview. I don't want to claim to be an expert on this diet, but essentially you're removing nearly all carbohydrates from your diet. You're running mostly on fat, and you also have to limit your protein intake. So one way you can do this is through a type of fat called medium-chain triglycerides, MCTs, which are found especially in coconuts, very high amounts in coconuts. So I went to Whole Foods that very morning. I ended up calling in sick to work because I was so upset about potentially being a diabetic. I got all sorts of coconut products. I got all sorts of grass-fed meat, thinking, again, this is, this is the healthy way to go. I, I said, all right, no more carbohydrates for me. And I tried this diet for a couple of weeks, and Oh my God, I felt absolutely awful. I, I can't tell you how little energy I had. I ended up losing muscle mass, massive amounts of muscle mass. I had no energy. It was awful. And I remember in December of 2014, there was one night where I just broke down. I was just so sick of feeling sick. I didn't know what to do. I, I just didn't know what, what was going on with my body. I was truly that tired of feeling worn down and not having any energy. So I just broke down in tears and I said to myself, I have to find a way out of this. I have to do something to regain my health. So my first inclination was to turn to fitness. My honest thought at the time, I, I was thinking this simply, was that there's no way Olympic level athletes have the same type of energy issues that I do. And maybe, just maybe, it's because they're working out so much. So I decided to work out as much as my body could handle. 
And that did help. Getting in shape really did help my body. It helped my energy levels. But I still wasn't at my potential. I, I think deep down we all know what our ceiling is for health and energy. And I knew I just wasn't there. It wasn't until six months later when I just removed animal products from my diet, made fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, and whole grains the basis of my diet that I finally felt like myself, that I finally felt like I was at my full potential when it came to health and energy. But little did I know I would continue to feel better every single month until now. And that's what's led me to where I am today. The reason I'm telling you guys all of this is because I, I don't want you to get fooled by a lot of the misinformation out there when it comes to nutrition. When you get these list websites hiring college interns to compile reasons why you should eat eggs or drink milk, you're just going to get poor nutrition research being disseminated throughout the internet. And that confuses a lot of people. I can't think of a better example of this than the perception that all weight loss is and that all health is, is calories in versus calories out. So in general, when it comes to lifestyle advice, we want simple ideas, simple rules to live by. And that's not even a bad thing. We just don't want to spend 10 hours every week thinking about what we're going to eat. The idea of calories in versus calories out is incredibly simple. If I burn 2,000 calories today walking on a treadmill, I only eat 1,500 calories. Therefore, I'm going to be 500 calories lighter. It's simple. It's easy. It's something we can wrap our heads around. But this idea has so many issues. First and foremost, we have no idea how many calories we're burning. Just by listening to this podcast, your brain is using glycogen as fuel, which is in turn using up your caloric intake. The, the food you've eaten is supplying your brain with fuel so it can function. So right there, we can't measure that. We're also burning off calories through body heat, through moving our arms when we're gesturing to someone, when we walk from our car into the house. All these little things burn calories. And even though we have all these great little trackers now, there's no way we can really measure exactly how many calories we're burning on a daily basis. So the idea is already flawed from the get-go as a weight loss tool. Second, it doesn't take into consideration the nutrition content of various foods. If you eat 1,500 calories a day worth of donuts, you're not going to be healthy. It, it, there's just no way. Even if you are losing weight, you're not getting the nutrition your body needs to function properly. Is it possible to lose weight eating small amounts of McDonald's or Pizza Hut? Sure, it's possible, but it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to be ideal in any way. We also have research now on the energy density of foods, which takes into consideration things like the water weight of foods and the fiber in foods. I'm going to include a link in the show notes so you guys can explore this further on your own. We also have to consider how adaptable our bodies are and how our metabolism can change based on the amount of food we eat. If we eat a lot of food, our body is going to produce a lot of digestive enzymes so we can absorb that food. If we don't eat a lot of food, our metabolism is going to slow and our body is going to become more efficient at storing food, at hanging on to food. So you think you're on a path to weight loss by eating less. Well, your, your body is going to pick up on that and it's going to start storing the food in your body as a survival mechanism. So right there, we've already poked all sorts of holes in this theory of calories in versus calories out. But in the media, you're going to see people out there saying, 
oh, all this diet talk, you've got paleo, you've got plant-based, you've got the ketogenic diet, all that matters is calories in versus calories out. It's a simple idea that people latch onto, and a lot of people just believe it. Don't make the same mistakes that I used to make, guys. Don't take the nutrition information you read online for granted. Do your own research. Do your own homework. Become educated on nutrition. And I'm preaching to the choir here because if you're listening to this podcast, you are taking control. You are learning. You are making your own decisions based on the information you come across. So continue to do that. Continue to listen to this show. Continue to listen to the guests that we've had on our show and some of their podcasts. There's so much information out there. And... The more you can equip yourself with that information, the better off you'll be in the long term. Guys, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I will talk to you soon.